Hey, how are you? I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards on Instagram, and this is On the Road to the World Cup, powered by Slab Stocks. How we doing? We are 52 days away from the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. We have so much to talk about today. We got to look at injuries. We have to take an episode and talk about the U.S. men's national team. We're going to look at who's hot, who's not. And then finally, at the end of the episode, I'm going to kind of give you a few predictions of how I think all things are going to play out for Group B and for the U.S. men's national team in Qatar. So let's gas it up. Let's get going. Let's get on the road. Let's talk Ronald Arojo. I think I said that right. If I did not, I apologize. He is the center back from Barcelona. He also plays for Uruguay. Thigh injury, needs surgery, likely out of the World Cup. This is a big blow to Uruguay. It's also a big blow to Barcelona. He's an important piece in both sides. And missing out on the on the World Cup is, is going to hurt both clubs, both Uruguay and Barcelona uh, in the club club scene. So lots going on in those international friendlies. And, and we're going to have to wait to see if Uruguay can kind of fill the void left there. The other injury that I want to, to kind of talk about is one that is kind of old. Miles Robinson, right? If you're not a U.S. men's national team follower, center back played really, really well, in my opinion, during World Cup qualifying. Torres Achilles, he is out of the World Cup. And Houston, we have a problem. I At center back, if you watch the friendlies, we'll get into it in a little bit. But I wanted to point this injury out. It's not new, but it's lingering and it's affecting the back four of the U.S. men's national team. Miles Robinson out. Very underwhelming performances against Japan and Saudi Arabia. And the other one that kind of makes you hold your breath just a little bit, Gio Reyna. 30 minutes in against Saudi Arabia, he himself kicks the ball out of play and substitutes himself out, asks for a sub. Now, if it was a different player and they're saying it's just precautionary, you might sit there and say, you know what, it's okay, it's precautionary. You know, it's, But Gio Reyna has had a lot of injuries. So I am really going to be watching what happens to Gio Reyna when he goes back to this club. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, are they going to play him? Is he going to see some game time? Or is he going to be out for a spell with Borussia Dortmund as he kind of gears up or hopes that he makes that roster in Qatar for the U.S. men's national team? If, if he's healthy, he's going to be there. He's a playmaker. He's got the skills. He's got the talent. We just need to have Gio Reyna on the pitch to stay on the pitch. But today, it is about the U.S. men's national team. I am psyched for this episode, but I also want to to be real. Now, I have heard the hype. I'm sure you have too. I feel that the hype has been building for this team for a very, very long time. I'm here today, and I want to talk about the U.S. men's men's national team. I want to be honest. I want to be real, and I want us to tune out the hype and look at what is happening 
on the field, on the pitch itself. So you're not listening to other people screaming and shouting because everybody who is hyping up the U.S. men's national team probably has some financial interest at play. Whether you have cards that people are saying, these guys are going to be great and they're trying to move them and, and kind of sell into the hype, they're going to be hyping those players. Even Fox is hyping up this team because ratings are going to equal money. I think we just need to be real and honest with ourselves about this team. It is the youngest team going to be in Qatar. It is, and how we line up and how we have played, I think we can start to rationalize what could play out. I do want to look at the positions from goalkeeper all the way up to our front line. We're going to start there. The one thing that the international friendlies showed to me was that there were people that should have been on the team that were left off. Any guesses on who or how many of you think that Jordan Peefock should have a place on this team. We'll talk about it. But he is not listed here. He did not make the friendly. We had Ricardo Pepe make the roster. We had Jesus Ferreira make the roster for forwards. But there were some very big names left off. Now, some of it were injuries. Anthony Robinson was off. Uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers, we'll talk about him. He was left off for injuries or knocks. So there's reasons. But Jordan Peefock, for me, was the big red light, back up, what's going on, the man is in form, the man is playing well, he's got to be on this friendly roster, and he wasn't. But those friendlies showed me that Matt Turner should be the starting goalkeeper for the U.S. men's national team as we go into Qatar. He made some big saves against Japan, made some big saves against Saudi Arabia. For me, and me personally, I am most comfortable with Matt Turner in goal. The problem is that he plays at Arsenal and he is not the first choice keeper. So his game time is going to be limited here in the next month. Now, 2019 tops MLS, that's where you're going to find his rookie card. His base card right now, as of September 25th, was selling for just over $17. I love 2019 tops. I PC a player. I, I only PC one player. Uh, it's Brooks Lennon. He plays for Atlanta United, and I PC him because he is a former student. And when I got into cards, I said, who do I want a PC that I have a connection with? That is him. But he has a card here in the 2019 set. Really simple in the parallels as well. You can get the blue out of 99. You can get the gold out of 50. You can get the orange out of 25. There's a red retail out of 10. And then there's the one of one. Matt Turner's gold out of 50. You can pick that up for around $75. Now, he is a goalkeeper. Bear in mind, you know, that you're not going to see crazy spikes in his pricing unless something crazy, ridiculous happens at the World Cup. But I think he is going to be the U.S. men's national team starting goalkeeper. He's solid. And I think that's the way Greg Berhalter is going to go. I want to talk about this set before we continue because there's about three or four guys that I'm going to talk about that has a card in the 2020 Tops On Demand Bowman MLS set. Now, it's Tops On Demand, so it wasn't something you could purchase in, in, a, in a retail store or even in a card. You had to buy it online. But I love Tops On Demand for the reason of they do give you the print runs. So the print run for, for the 2020 MLS Bowman set 
is 6,858. That's just on the base cards. They also had parallels. I just want to point this out. It may be something that you might find in some value boxes or dollar boxes if you make it to card shows where you can kind of pick up and find some of those Bowman cards. Uh, but they have a print run of just under 7,000, even for the base rookies. And, and, and we'll we'll get into that. And, and any player that's on the U.S. men's national team that was in MLS in 2020 might have those rookie cards in this set. And so we're going to start with one of the most impressive to me during the international friendlies, and that was Joe Scally. I really, really like Joe Scally. I think he's flying under the radar. I hope, I hope, I hope he makes this team. He is, he plays right back for Borussia Mönchengladbach in the Bundesliga. He does have a Bowman 2020 MLS card. You can get his orange out of 25. So there's that parallel for about $175 at the end of July was the last sale. So it might be difficult to find them, but that's a raw card. And you can get that for just $175. But he is a new product. Since he's in the Bundesliga, I put that, uh, if, you're, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see on the screen. If you're not, this is his 2021 Stadium Club Bundesliga Chrome Gold. That's out of 50 and that sold September 6th for $20.50. He's 19. He's young. And this brings me kind of to the first point. You know, if we're pumped for the U.S. men's national team, if we're excited for the World Cup, if you are looking to purchase the cards, the question I have is simple. Why are you buying the cards? Why are we purchasing the cards we're, we're purchasing? Is it in hopes to flip and, and make some profit? Is it we're U.S. men's national team fans and I am collecting the guys that I am going to watch out there? Or maybe it's a little long-term investment. It's a little bit further down the road thinking. You know, Joe Scally is 19. Fast forward four years, and I know we haven't even gotten to this World Cup, but the next one's on home soil, and he's 23. So I want, I think as we go through this, everybody has a different reason and rationale for the cards they're looking at and the players that they're looking at. And I, I want us to keep that in mind too as we go forward. So Joe Scally, 19. I, I thought he looked pretty good against Saudi Arabia comparative to everything else we were seeing. I hope that Greg picks him up and makes him on this final roster. But Joe Scally at the back. The other one that also got some game time was Sam Vines. He's in uh, he's in Europe now. He, he no longer plays for the Colorado Rapids. He's at Antwerp in Belgium, I believe. If I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think he's made the move over to Belgium. You can pick up his parallel out of that Bowman 2020 MLS. Uh, last sold September 8th for $29. And that's at the yellow out of 75 so some of these younger guys or guys that maybe aren't the household names, you might be able to, to, to make some value plays on whether or not, but it all is going to come down to what does that final roster look like? Who is Greg going to select to go to Qatar? And some of these Joe Scali, Sam Vines, they're kind of on the fringes and I don't know if all of them are going to go. So take this with a grain of salt, but I thought both looked Pretty good. I liked uh, I liked uh, Joe Scally better than I like Sam Vines, but that's me personally, and I'm hoping Scally makes the team. But please, can somebody explain to me what's going on at the center back position 
for the U.S. men's national team. I know it wasn't just me. I, I know watching Japan, watching Saudi Arabia, at points I thought our center backs didn't know what color their own jersey was. They turned the ball over, over and over and over again. I think Miles Robinson missing out, that is a huge loss for the U.S. men's national team. And I didn't like Aaron, Aaron Long or Walker Zimmerman at the back. That is a weak point for me. One of the players I think could step in and do really, really well is Cameron Carter-Vickers. Didn't make this round of the friendly roster, not because he was frozen out by Greg, but because he did pick up a knock. He had an injury. He needs to get healthy. He plays for Celtic. I could put a couple of his cards up on the screen again. He plays center back. The first one that I'm looking at is his 28 optic. This is a blue auto out of 99. Last one sold September 12th for $47. That's a 9510 SGC graded. So very, very affordable if you wanted to get in on Cameron Carter Vickers. I think that's a good price point myself. Uh, if that is Maybe you're like, you know, that's that's too much, which I, I don't think personally if it is, but you can pick up a raw immaculate from 2018 as well. That's his rookie year, his immaculate auto out of 99 for $16 in the summer. Those cars are out there. Uh, they're not going to break the bank, but I, but I hope that Cameron Carter-Vickers is the center back in Qatar or one of them. Because if it is Zimmerman and Long, we, as a U.S. men's national team, are in big trouble. That, again, is my personal opinion. But watching what we watched, the turnovers, it just did not look good. And, and I think that something's going to need to change in order for that back four to be solid or as solid as it can be going into Qatar. We're going to slide into the midfield now and talk about a few names. The first one I want to talk about is Tyler Adams. Pretty household name uh, playing in that central midfield. He's got some early stuff from MLS. Again, that 2018 tops MLS. He's got a, a 24 uh, or under 24. His blue out of 99 PSA 9 in August did $109. That's in his MLS, uh, that Red Bull kit. He's also got a stadium club uh, from the same year, 2018. His PSA 10, his base rookie, goes for about $42. Now, he's got other cards in, in major sets. Uh, Tyler Adams is in that 2019 Bundesliga, uh, Topps Chrome Bundesliga set. That's the Erling Holland rookie. Now, I told you that, you know, we're not going to spend – Road to the World Cup talking about Erling Holland. Now it seems uh, through some people sending me message that the joke is that I always talk about him. You're right. It's hard not to. We're going to touch uh, touch on him here in just a second. But if you wanted his orange out of 25 PSA 9 auto out of that 2019 Bundesliga Chrome, sold August 28th for $360. Now, if you if you didn't if you're saying that's too much, that's out of my price range. I'm not going to spend 360 on a Tyler Adams out of 25 auto. You can get the orange base or orange parallel, no auto out of 25. Last one sold in July, ninety dollars. Now, to keep that into perspective, I do want to bring up Erling Holland. 
Now that that orange out of 25, PSA 9, last sold August 18th at PWCC, the premier auction, for $16,800. Now some of you are listening and go, what is this Yahoo doing? He's, he's comparing Tyler Adams to Erling Holland. No, I am not. But I am looking at it from a perspective of value. $90 raw for Tyler Adams on the U.S. men's national team in a pretty iconic set. Doesn't seem bad when you look at it against a $16,800 sale, PSA 9, orange refractor of Erling Holland. So when we look at these prices, you know, it, it, it is all relative. And, and I really like the 2019 Bundesliga set. I'm never going to be able to, I shouldn't say never. I, I most likely will never be able to have the opportunity to own a card like this, but it's possible that I could get in on Tyler Adams. So Holland prices off the charts. There is still room for the U.S. men's national team players. And there, and there's, there could be plays here and there, depending on how they play, but that's the big one. Now we go back into 2018, Weston McKinney. I really like Weston McKinney. I do like the, the grit, kind of the attitude he brings to the midfield. And I, and I think we're going to see a little bit of a, a higher intensity as we get to Qatar. Both of these friendlies were, were not, you know, massively sold out crowds. And so it's a little different. It kind of goes back to that COVID era of playing in empty stadiums and, and just trying to get, you know, tactics and stuff down. But I thought he could have played better in the friendlies, to be honest. I think there is much room for improvement. He's got some great autos in those 2018. Here is his Optic Blue Auto, PSA 9, out of 99, $335 on September 24th. So relatively recent in that sale. Uh, and, and he's also got autos in 2018 Topps Chrome Bundesliga and Topps Chrome UCL. Uh, one of them here, the, the 2018 Bundesliga, is, is raw. It's at a it's at $180 as of September 23rd. You can pick that up raw auto. And then you also have the UCL. This is a refractor PSA 10 that sold for $237.50 on September 20th. Now here comes the, the you know, what are you looking for? Because if you go back to the, the first one, you see that that optic from 2018 is Weston McKinney in his U.S. Men's National Kit. Some people are going to say, I need to have the U.S. Men's National Kit. I'm not a fan of the fact that he's in the Schalke kit because now he's not even playing for Schalke. He's playing at Juventus. So it's kind of personal preference as you get into collecting these players. And, and maybe you're like, I don't care. An auto is an auto. I'm going to pick up a Weston McKinney auto if I, if I can. But he is going to be a key role and play a key role if he stays injury-free in Qatar. It's looking, uh, you know, he's got to kind of find that, you know, that push, that drive. I'm, I'm sure when, when the lights go on, Weston McKinney usually, you know, comes to play in big games. But that is to be determined after we watch two really, really sad friendlies here over the international break. One player who missed out because of injuries, and I think we saw the need for Yunus Musa to be in the midfield as well. And Qatar, 
he pushes the ball forward. He gets he gets into the opponent's half. He he drives the ball towards the goal. I think he does a lot more than I gave him credit for in some of the World Cup qualifying. He's got some fantastic cards and color. His 2020 rookie, that is the Obsidian Red Flood uh, from Valencia. It's a rookie. It's out of 28. It is in an HGA 9. That sold for $285, but I, I had to put that one up there. I love the red flood in the background. He's also got some, some cards in 2020 mosaic, and you can see that orange fluorescent rookie. If you're listening, uh, it's out of 25. It's a PSA 9. That sold for $399.99. Very low numbered cards that he has, uh, but really I, I like the aesthetic and the eye appeal there, and I think he could play a huge role in how the U.S. men's national team is going to do in Qatar. He's got 2021 uh, Immaculate. He's got patch autos. And, and if you're looking for maybe a little bit of a cheaper option, not in that low-numbered stuff out of Obsidian or Mosaic, uh, patch auto out of 10 sold September 22nd for $155.50. Uh, so you, you, you have options. And again, here in the Immaculate, you do see him in that U.S. men's national team kit. Brendan Aronson is another name as we move into kind of the forward line, as we look at who is going to score the goals. Can we score goals? Are we going to score goals? Are you kidding me? We played 180 minutes of international friendly soccer. We took two shots on target. We didn't get a shot on target against Japan and only mustered two shots on goal against Saudi Arabia. Somebody has got to step up and score some goals for the U.S. men's national team. And I know you could sit there and be like, it's a lot deeper than that, and we got to, you know, X, Y, and Z. You, you know, you can make the argument that it's, you know, it's we're not getting the, the, the ball into, you know, into serviceable areas. You know, Ricardo Pepe only touched the ball, you know, a few times, and we got to get him the service. Yeah, we do, but we have to find if, – if we are going to let him in on the back, if, they, if we're going to be vulnerable at the back, we have to be – at least attacking going forward. So, because if you're if you're giving up goals and you're not scoring them, the outlook doesn't look great. But Brennan Aronson, 2020. There's that Bowman MLS set, that tops on demand set. You can see uh, his base rookie out of that set sold for $170 on September 10th. But he does, if, if you're looking and you want a Brendan Aronson rookie, he does have a 2020 tops MLS, uh, 22 under 22. And, and those go for about $18. But he has a motor. He has an engine. He usually is, is you know, again, plays well, has passion drive. I like the what he brings to the table. He's got to bring it to the table when we show up at Qatar. Because the time of, of, of practice and tinkering, it's over. No more friendlies until we play November 21st against Wales in Qatar. So we got to figure it out, and we got to figure it out fast. If you looking for autos, you can find some some decent autos uh, autos in Stadium Club. I love the imagery. I've said that before, uh, but Brendan Aronson has some some autos in Stadium Club Chrome uh, this year. Uh, Two hundred seventy five dollars for a Blue Wave auto out of seventy five. So you got some options there as well. Got to talk Gio Reyna, man. 
he's got the skill. He's got the talent. The biggest question mark, is he going to stay healthy? And he's got, he's got some great cards too. That 2019 Tops Museum, the Jumbo Patch Auto, that's out of 49. This is a PSA 8, but the auto is a 10. This sold September 6th for $750. To kind of give you a perspective on that, the Erling Holland, yes, it was in July that it sold on July 16th. Uh, this was at Golden. His BGS Jumbo Patch Auto, 17 out of 49 sold for $6,300. Again, not comparing Gio Reyna to Erling Holland, but I wanted you to see the value discrepancy. Now, Holland is playing at an extremely high level and he's playing well for Man City, but if Gio Reyna were to be the one to watch or the one who's producing at the World Cup, you're going to see that price climb. I don't know how much, but I think if he's the one that's that's assisting, he's looking good doing it, he's scoring the goals, you could see movement in that price or in his pricing in general. But the injury is the concern. Tim Weah also was, was not on this friendly. So there were a lot of guys that typically play in some of those positions that weren't there. Uh, year 2018 for Tim Weah, that's his rookie auto, $87 as of April 25th. You can get a cheaper option. If you're looking at 2022 Tops Chrome, UEFA, you can get a blue refractor September 10th sold for $11.50. So if it's about the auto, you can definitely pick that up uh, for relatively cheap. If you are about the rookie or about the rookie auto or about the U.S. Men's National Team kit, it may cost just a little bit more because it's, it's earlier product. Here's the biggest question for me. One of them, center back is the first. Second one is, who is going to play striker? Who's going to be the number nine in Qatar? Now, I've heard a lot of people, I've heard people say, you know, you got to give it to Jesus Ferreira. We don't get many shots on target, and he's the one at least shooting. Okay. Some people say Ricardo Pepe. I think those voices are getting smaller and smaller. Some people are sitting there saying, Peefock, Jordan Peefock needs to be the, the striker. I've also heard an interesting one that, Tim Weah should be the number nine, that we should slide him over and play him in the number nine. I would love to know your thoughts. I don't have an answer to this question. But I wanted to put both of the Bowman MLS on-demand cards in front of you of Jesus Ferreira and Ricardo Pepe. And this is where I think hype plays a big role in how prices or how, how players and their pricing is dictated. Jesus Ferreira has a much better shot at the World Cup in Qatar, in my opinion, than Ricardo Pepe. He's played well for FC Dallas. He hasn't, I mean, he's gotten shots on target when he's been with the U.S. men's national team. Ricardo Pepe played extremely well at FC Dallas and then played very little and not well at Augsburg. He's now in the Eredivisie, and yeah, he's gotten a goal and an assist, but should Ferreira's pricing of $25 for his Bowman MLS card sold on September 17th be a fourth of Ricardo Pepe's price September 6th when it sold for $105? To me, that doesn't make sense. Now, I get that Ricardo Pepe's 19, and, and am I giving up on him? No, I think we as a hobby give up on players way too quickly. He's 19. He went, a, he went to Europe to play to play football 
and you got to learn a new language and, and a culture and, and friends and players, you know, and then he moves to, to the air divisi and, and he's got to kind of do the whole thing over again. So he's learning. I would give him some time. Is he still a talent? Yes. Does he need to be on this team in Qatar? I would say no. I don't think he should be. I think Jesus Ferreira. And, and that leads to me, okay, who should be the number nine as we go to the World Cup? Uh, I think that, you know, again, you can look at the numbers as well. Look at his auto, his 10-10, PSA 10, 10-10 auto, September 23rd. This is out of Topps Chrome of 2021 MLS, sold for $295. Now, his 2020-2021 Topps Chrome MLS red refractor of Jesus Ferreira Raw did 255.86. If you were going to ask me, what do you want a 10-10 auto refractor of Ricardo Pepe, not numbered or out of five, Jesus Ferreira, I'm going Jesus Ferreira. I think that he's going to play more and has more potential to be on the U.S. men's national team after the international friendlies from what we saw. And what we saw was not much from either of them, but I think he has the inside track to make that team. We got to talk about who's hot and, and who's hot is Jordan Pifak. Jordan Pifak should be on this team. I will say it again and again and again and again. He he had a great season for young boys last year. Made the move to the Bundesliga, a bigger league. He's on uh, Union Berlin, I believe. They are in first place in the Bundesliga. He's played in six games. He has three goals. He's got two assists. He's flying, and Greg doesn't call him for the friendlies. That's what I don't understand. And if he said, you know, we got to figure some things out, we know, you know, we know what we have in Jordan Pifak. Wouldn't you want him to kind of create that that connection with the other players on the on the roster? You know, allow him a chance to play with them uh, against Japan and against Saudi Arabia. But no, he doesn't get the call up. I think he needs to be on that team. Now, that 2020, uh, 2021 Topps Chrome Refractor Rookie SGC10, $31.02. Now, he's a big question mark if he's going to be on that team, but I like Jordan Peefock, and I like the form that he's in, and I think you got to take him along and see what he is capable of doing on the U.S. men's national team. Second name also uh, did make this this group of friendlies, and that is Josh Sargent. And I and I think he also is in good form over the next month to kind of follow these two guys. His 2018 Optic uh, Hollow Auto is going for $130, September 24th, so just a few days ago. He's played 10 games in the championship for North City. He's got six goals and an assist in good form. I think this comes down to Greg's got to look at this team and take the guys who are playing well. Take the guys who are who are doing well for their clubs. And I think it's so important that we we recognize that you know it seems and correct me if I'm wrong, leave a comment in the chat. It seems that Greg Berhalter wants to play a certain system. Whereas if you are a national team coach, shouldn't you be trying to get the guys that are the playmakers the ball? 
Bob Bradley, when you know he was quoted as saying, we have to find ways to get Clint Dempsey and Landon Donovan the ball. Get the ball to your playmakers. And I feel like Greg Berhalter wants to play a certain system. The players don't maybe mesh or fit that. You don't get to go out, go out and sign guys in a transfer window. You got to use what you have, and you got to find ways for your best players to get the ball in chances to score. And, and I think that that is one of the things we're lacking for the U.S. men's national team right now. So who is not, uh, who is not as Christian Pulisic? I, I I don't know any other or nicer way to put this, but not in form. He is not. Maybe that's not all his fault. I you know when he's playing well, he is a great player. But he's only played in six. You know he's he's had six games in the Premier League. He has zero goals, zero assists. And out of the 540 total minutes that he could have been on the pitch, he's only been on it for 157 with, of them. So he's not playing, so it's hard to be in form when you're not playing. Now, the index that I'm showing you right now, it does have 31 different cards, but you would expect that index, in me personally, to see it tank pretty hard because of his lack of playing time, his lack of goals, his lack of production, but it it kind of is 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 leveled out. And the card that I'm going to focus on from Card Ladder, uh, and all of the all of these prices is from Card Ladder Pro. It's it's such a great if you if you have an opportunity to to try it out. I, I love it. You can get so much information off of it. But here is his 2016 select mezzanine silver rookie. It's got a pop of 38. And I want you to see the sales history dating all the way back to February 1st of 2021. I mean, this card spiked around $4,500. And as of September of this year, that card is at its lowest point. Now, I want you to keep in mind, you know, and, and compare and contrast here, I know that it's not a rookie. So go back. Card Ladder values this card at $1,925.75. You can get the Ronaldo Silver Mezzanine first year select PSA 10 for $282.77. This is what I mean by hype and by listening to people hype up certain players. We use terms like Captain America or the LeBron James of soccer. Now we laugh it off in the soccer community, or maybe you heard those and you're, you know, Captain America, you know, yeah, he's the leader of the team or, you know, the LeBron James of soccer. There are people out here who now take LeBron James and think that Christian Pulisic is in the same category. A guy that is on the bench at Chelsea right now. Now, will he stay there on the bench? Graham Potter's coming in. We don't know. We're going to find out this weekend if he if he cracks at starting 11. But you're telling me that for $1,900 and roughly $20, I can get a rookie PSA 10 of Christian, or I could get, what, six? Five to six Ronaldo silver PSA 10s? Which one am I taking? Well, yes, Christian has a Champions League, but I would probably err on the side of safety and go Ronaldo. The other the other thing that just blew my mind when I saw this is I wanted to see what other cards from that same set you could get 
in roughly the same price. So September 18th, that rookie PSA 10 mezzanine silver of Christian Pulisic sold for $1,920. On August 20th, the 2016 select National Pride Gold, Ronaldo, out of 10, PSA 10, Pop 1, sold for $1,920 on golden auctions. Which would you rather have? Now, some of the people say, well, I'm a U.S. Men's National Team fan. I, wanna, I want Christian's rookie. That's where I'm going. That's fine. But I'm saying, like, if you want to look at this from a hype train, we all need to sit back, stop, and analyze what is happening. There are a lot of people saying that we need to, you know, get in on these U.S. Men's National Team guys. I am very, 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 very concerned about Qatar. Now, am I excited for the World Cup? Heck yeah! I am so excited for the World Cup. But I think we need to be realistic about the expectations of the U.S. men's national team. Here's another one. Just a second. We'll finish with this example here today. 2018, uh, Kaboom. Christian Pulisic, uh, Pulisic, excuse me. His PSA 10 first-year Kaboom sells in July for $2,400. For $600 more, $650 more, you can get Erling Holland's first kaboom out of 2020. Which would you rather have? Uh, you know, for me, I think production-wise, yes, Holland is is playing well, is in form, his prices are up. But for, for a sheer fan of who's playing at all and who's playing better, I would err on spending a little bit more and getting Erling Holland's first-year PSA 10 kaboom. It's going to get really interesting, I think, as we move closer to Qatar. Now, this is barring injuries. Injuries can still happen. They have happened. People are going to make the argument, well, we didn't have the, the, the best players available in this friendly. And, and we didn't, you know, we didn't have a crowd around us to, to invigorate us. And, you know, we, we're, we're tinkering and we're working on things. This is not just two games. This is not just the, the two friendlies. Yes, we, did, we didn't get a single shot on target against Japan. We only got two shots on target against Saudi Arabia in 180 minutes. That, to me, is a huge problem. I think the bigger problem, if you start to look at the results the U.S. men's national team has had away from home in 2022, World Cup qualifying in these international friendlies, we haven't won a game. We are zero wins, three losses, and three ties. That is a big problem for me because the last time I checked, Qatar is not at home. Not yet. 2026, we will be at home. But right now, all of our games are going to be away from home. This is going to get interesting. Now, I told you, if you stayed with me this long, I was going to give you my predictions for the World Cup. No hype, real, honest opinion. My opinion alone, but here it is. One, I don't think the U.S. men's national team gets out of the group. People are going to say we have, you know, we could beat Wales, we could beat Iran. I am going to take it a step further. I don't think we're going to win a game at the World Cup. I think we're going to draw against Wales. I think we're going to lose to England. 
and we'll be lucky if we draw against Iran. Two points is what I think we're going to take from the group. Two points is not going to be enough to move into the knockout round. And the United States will have to look to 2026 in order to make an impact or to get into the knockout stage. My own opinion, you can disagree if you want. I would love to know how and why you're choosing to disagree with that after what we've just seen over the international friendlies and also the results away from home leading up to the World Cup. Now, do I think there are going to be bright spots? Yeah, I do. I think there are going to be a couple players that come out and you kind of look at them and say, you know what? These guys have talent. This guy, I really am hoping that Greg says, Jordan Pifak, I'm giving you the nod. You're going to be my guy. If that's the case, I think Jordan Pifak has the most room to grow. Does that mean go out and run out and buy his cards right now? Not saying that. But right now, he's on the outside looking in. There is a possibility where he gets in the team and ends up playing for the team. Now, the other one, Joe Scali, I, I really like him at 19. And if it was me and I and I could pick up some of his cards for cheap, I would. But I wouldn't be looking to, to flip him in this World Cup. I would be wanting to see how he progresses as a player at only 19 and what, what that could look like in 2026 when the World Cup is here in the United States. Uh, you know, those are my guys under the radar. I think Cameron Carter-Vickers, if he can get into the lineup too. Yunus uh, Musa again, is, is another one for me that, that could play a key role and, and, and hopes that, you know, he kind of breaks out and becomes that kind of household name. But I am not hyping this up. I hope you, I hope you know that. Am I proud of my U.S. Men's National Team for qualifying for the World Cup? Am I cautiously optimistic? Do I want them to make the round of 16? Yeah, I want them to find their form and go on a run and, and really just take the world by storm. But I also want to be cautiously optimistic because you also have to look at this from if you are purchasing cards now, and we don't make the round of 16. What does that do to card prices? I'm, I'm guessing they're not going to move upwards. You know, if, if it's a disappointment for the U.S. men's national team, you're going to see the depreciation in cards as well. Here are the three dates that you want to keep in mind. November 24, uh, really the four dates, I'm sorry. November 9th is a big day. Circle it. That is when the final roster for Qatar comes out. That is coming really quick. November 21st is that first game against Wales. All of our games are at one on Fox. November 25th, we play England. That is the day after Thanksgiving. So you shouldn't be at work or school. Have some time, sit down, watch the United States via England. And then finally, Tuesday the 29th, we are up against Iran. And that could have a lot of, a lot riding on it. It could still be undecided if we're getting out of group or not. And so that would be a huge game as well. I don't know about you, but I still, we got a World Cup coming. And the United States is in it. 2018, couldn't say it. So I am excited to sit down, to watch the U.S. men's national team, to cheer them on, to root them on. But I hope that you can, can kind of rationalize where we stack up, how we've been playing, 
tailor the, you know, taper the expectations a little bit. Don't listen to the hype. Don't listen to people saying you got to buy this one or this one or this one. You know, you know, you might want to ask the question, why are you saying that to me? But, but really do your homework, do your analysis, look at guys that maybe are on the fringe that could make some noise and then their cards would be discovered. People would find their cards and, and, and want their cards. But that's all I've got for you today. I thank you for listening. Sorry this is long, but I just I, – you can't not talk about a lot of these players. Again, I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards on Instagram. And you know what, guys? Make it a great day.